This is Discussions Around Our Table, episode number 002. On this episode, Jules and I answer 21 questions and play a little bit of this or that. Welcome everyone to Discussions Around a Table. This will be our first full-length episode. I'm your host, GR, and I'm here today with my lovely wife, Jules. And in order for you to get to know us a little better, we're going to ask each other some kind of questions, maybe do some this or that, and kind of see where the conversation goes. So I'm going to ask the first question. What skill would you like to master? Hmm. I think archery. I enjoy that as a sport and... Um, I like to do it and I wish I was better at it. What kind of archery would you, like if you could pick, would you want to be like really good at target archery or really good at like bow hunting or I mean, where would you want to, that yeah, if you were tar- to master it? I mean target. I mean, I like the idea of art, of uh, hunting also, but um, target I think would be what I would want to master for sure. Is that something you think you'd want to like be competitive in? I could be, yeah. No, I think archery is a good one i've always had a desire for me you know a skill would be to be more artistic but like specifically like drawing i think drawing is a good way to kind of pass the time if you know you're waiting for stuff you know instead of sitting there playing on your phone you could pull out a notebook and draw or whatnot and hang out doing that as opposed to being absorbed in social media or a bunch of different other things mm-hmm. what would you would the most amazing adventure to go on what would be I've always really wanted to go to Australia. I think it's a country where the weather's going to be nice most often than not, so you can probably go there almost any time of the year. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about it, but it's kind of one of those bucket list countries that I've always wanted to go to and go exploring. I don't necessarily need to go see the more rugged outback part of it, but I think just the more touristy areas of Australia is somewhere that I really want to go to sometime. Let's book it. I think for me, a long hiking trip like the PCT or the Appalachian Trail, I just watched a good video on that and I it was very drawn to it and, you know, being with wilderness and out in the backcountry and surviving. Yeah, I know we've talked about doing the, the John Muir Trail, which mm-hmm. is usually a couple of weeks down in California. Um, there's a few around here where we live. They're not quite that long, but you can do a couple day backpacking trips around here in the Pacific Northwest, as well as, you know, some up in Canada. I know this one called the West Coast Trail that's really popular. Mm-hmm. It isn't too many hours away from where we're at. So if you had unlimited funds to build a house they would live in for the rest of your life, what would the finished house be like? And I know we're going to differ on this one. <laughs> Farmhouse. That's my style. I love it. That's totally what I would, in the middle of nowhere and no neighbors, and but farmhouse style. I, I love it. I like the greens and the... You know, the whites and the beautifulness. The distressed. The, yeah. <laughs> this looks like it was used before bought it at a junk store. Yep. I know. We disagree on this. Now, would you have an actual farm or you want just the house? Uh, farm would be fine. I mean, chickens and, you know, maybe a goat or two. Or a miniature horse. Those are so cute. <laughs> yeah. No, no farm for me. No. No animals to take care of. A dog, it's good enough. Yeah. I don't want to get up every morning and feed the animals and do that kind of stuff. Okay, you're, you're, you're onto something there. I like the 
idea of no neighbors and the idea of pro, you know having property, but definitely not farmhouse. I'm more modern. I like the industrial open concept, and you know industrial doesn't have to necessarily be you know all metal and glass and that kind of stuff. But I definitely prefer more straight edges and stuff that kind of looks a lot more uniform. But I would definitely say single story. I like the idea of having more square footage spread out as opposed to stacked on top of each other. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to two-story houses, but I think you kind of get more bang for your buck when it's kind of all spread out over one floor as opposed to two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want all the comfort features of, you know, nice big showers, big vaulted ceilings. I mean, not too high. I don't like the 20-foot ceilings, but, you know, good 10, 12-foot ceilings all the can lighting and nice kitchen and all that kind of stuff. You know, I know we recently just bought the house we're currently in and, you know, we thought we'd love certain things about it, but, you know, we definitely do. But there's other things that, we, you know, we've always wanted stainless steel appliances. Well, now we look at it and those things are fingerprint magnets. Mm-hmm. Find something, some alternative, but, you know, we have granite countertops and tile backsplashes, which is all stuff that, you know, I think I definitely like as opposed to, you know, the more basic for Micah or kind of the man-made type stuff. Yeah. I have to have a deck. I like the wraparound deck. Yeah. I think we, from where we came from, we went, came from the county into the city. We came from big backyard and that kind of stuff. We did spend a lot of time, but I also think of property, but lower maintenance property, no trees or something where, for me, I'd really want to have a view of, you know, we've always had a view of the mountains where we're at, but I prefer a view of the water. I think being able to sit out and watch the activity that goes on in the water every day is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, the mountains are pretty and everything, but they kind of never change. You know, there might be snow on them part of the year and there might not be, but you can't just sit and watch what's going on where I could sit all day and watch ships go by or see the little different things, you know, living in an area where it's, you know, shipping lanes and cruise ships and all that kind of stuff going by that I could spend a lot of time doing that. So that'd be, you know, some of my check boxes if I had unlimited money would be, little bit of space but kind of low maintenance you know surrounded maybe on three sides by trees with a view of the water so get an idea of what's going on out in the world sitting there and you know your coffee drinking coffee making up stories about what all the people are doing where they're going on their big boats yeah i like it all right i'm gonna ask the next question what's your favorite drink this would definitely be you know mood dependent i really enjoy drinking coffee even though I don't drink it super fast, so sometimes I might get, you know, a 12 ounce or 60 ounce coffee, never finish it, but I enjoy drinking it. And it's something I would probably say I drink the most often is coffee. I mean, it's definitely foo foo coffee. I can't do the black coffee as much as I've tried. It's always too bitter. But, you know, I do enjoy some Crown and Coke every now and then, depending on what we're doing, or if it's a really hot day, you know, a nice light beer or, uh, you know, vodka lemonade or something like that as well. So I think it's very mood dependent, but, you know, if it's one of the things where I could only have one drink for the rest of my life besides water, it probably, you know, would be coffee, either, you know, warm or ice, depending on what it is. Definitely. I agree. Coffee is my, my fuel juice. So I drink coffee every day. I like the white chocolate Americano, half the flavor, because otherwise it's too sweet. But I do like my ciders. I'm not a weird girl at all. But I like my ciders, and I'll drink vodka now and then. So you haven't traveled as much as I did, because I traveled a lot more growing up than you, but we've been on a few 
kind of road trips together. Of all the places that we have been or that you were you kind of went to before, what state or country do you never want to go back to? Mm, I don't. Th- I think I'd go back everywhere. I think a better question is where would I go back to? <laughs> Which I would say Jackson Hole, Wyoming was awesome. Spend more time there. Fourth of July, awesome in the canyon. Yeah, if you've never been to the Fourth of July in Jackson Hole, it's worth going to. You're kind of in a big, kind of punch bowl type of thing, and so the fireworks, you know, is reverberating Echo. off the mountain, and you know, you can take a even a smaller show and it seems like a much bigger show than what it was. And we went on a big three thousand mile road trip with your sister and her husband, really before all the kids came around, and Avery was there, but. We stopped in there, sat on top of a motorhome, and watched the show from there, and it was pretty cool. We didn't get to explore the town too much, but the parts of it we did get to explore were pretty cool, and it's right outside of Yellowstone, so you short little day trip up to Yellowstone if you wanted, and mm-hmm. uh, going over there. Want to try the Tetons when it's daylight out, not night out, because going at nighttime... No, I think nighttime felt was steep. better, because you couldn't see what was on either side. Yep. You and your sister in the back of the motorhome... Praying to Jeebus that everything's <laughs> going to be okay. That was scary. Definitely scary. How about you? Where wouldn't you want to go? Or where would you want to go on the flip? I mean, right now with the kind of all the stuff that you hear about us going on, I don't have any real ambitions to go back to Mexico anytime soon. Yeah, scary. But we went to the Bahamas before. That was a lot of fun. I'd like to go back and redo that. I spent a lot of time getting my scuba diving certificate last time, so I didn't get to spend as much time sitting on the beach and drinking Mai Tais and that kind of stuff. So I think it'd be good to go back and visit there. But we've enjoyed pretty much all the warm weather states we can go back to. You know, we just recently got back from Arizona. Mm-hmm. We've been to California. Uh, you haven't really spent any time on the East Coast, so it'd be good to go over there. Mm-hmm. I've been to England. You haven't. I, you know, We've talked about going back there. We have a friend whose daughter's stationed over there with her husband. Or I guess he's stationed and she's over there with him. And so we've talked about maybe possibly going back there sometime soon. Yeah, that'd be fun. Enjoy that. Okay, what game or movie universe would you like to live in? <laughs> I would love to live, and this would be super nerdy, but in the Star Trek universe. For one specific thing, I want to play around on the holodeck. <laughs> of course you would. It is like the ultimate VR, and you could be, then it's unlimited. You can go to any time, you can go to any place, and it can be whatever you want, and it seems like it's reality but without it being you know wearing a vr headset or something like that i don't know what i would say to that i'd like want to be in like dirty dancing or <laughs> you know, back in the day i don't know something fun maybe top gun those are my favorite movies so <laughs> being top gun so you can Tom watch him play volleyball with their shirts off yeah. and mm-hmm. sing great balls of fire to you yeah nothing wrong with that so would you say that you're usually early or late to most things? That's a good question. It's kind of easy. No, I think it depends on the situation. Do I have to get myself just myself ready or do I have to get the kids ready? Or I usually try and be early. I think you might try to be early, but I'd say we're late more <laughs> often than not. Okay, true. We, we think we have good intentions to always be early yeah. to things, but I would say we're not super late to things, but I'd say we're usually there right on time or... A little bit after, depending on what it is. Yeah, for sure. You know, I would say that I used to make more of an effort to show up to work early, but really for my job, there's no reason for me to show up 
necessarily 30 minutes early every single day like I used to when I first started, but I still try to get there in time to get it all caught up and everything before I go to work. But most other things I'd say I'm usually there right on time. What are some small things that would make your day better? Starting out with better sleep. Yeah. I don't get a lot of great sleep. I'm currently working nights, so getting off at four or five o'clock in the morning and trying to sleep, especially now when it's summertime and everybody's out mowing their lawns and doing that kind of stuff, it's a lot harder. I'm pretty sensitive to once the sun starts coming up, so I'm kind of the weird guy wearing sunglasses at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning when the sun's starting to come up just to try to keep Damn my brain out. thinking, trying to trick it into thinking that it's still dark out so I can come home and go right to sleep, but I've never been a great sleeper, so that'd be a small thing if I could just get adequate sleep. I think I'd have more energy to do things and be able to kind of enjoy a lot of those things. I mean, it is a small thing that would make my day better. What about you? What small things do you want to see or having your day more often? I wish like my closet picked my clothes out for me or something like <laughs> sometimes getting ready in the morning. Is... They have an app for that. They do. I need, I need that. <laughs> I need that app. I don't know what it's called, but I've heard of it where it's kind of a outfit picker outer app. Yeah. And I, I usually even feel like pretty pick frazzled. out outfits and they'll mail them to you. Oh, that's pretty nice. I don't know. I just sometimes feel frazzled in the morning because I'm like, oh. Then I starts my day off on a, you know, on the neg, and I would rather be positive. Start my day on a positive note. So I think I know the answer to this, but I think it's starting to dwindle a little bit for you, though. But what shows are you currently into? What are you watching? Well, they're all on, like, summer break, but Grey's Anatomy, definitely. Station 19, we watched. I like that one. Yeah, we really got into Grey's. For a while, I think we both kind of feel that this show has kind of gone downhill a little bit, fallen off a little bit, and you know, here it's going to be its finale soon. I think we both think that it's probably definitely time for it. It's time, but it's still good. We still binge watched it like every night. Yeah, our kids really loved it. Our daughter was always asking when it was going to be on. Yep. Excited for it. It was good. There's a few series we finished together. The Prison Break. We've watched the whole thing together. Oh, that's good. The Killing on Netflix is good. We watched that together. What yeah. else? I think those ones we watched all the way. I mean, you've seen every episode of Say by the Bell and Full, Full House, House. <laughs> and you love Judge Judy. And Don't judge me. You'll watch Live PD and I do like Cops PD. and that kind of stuff where I can't watch those shows. I like them. When but, you're working, that's what I like to watch. Well, for me, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. Every day. Not every day, but I binge watched the first when I first started it, I got all the way caught up, and that was probably two seasons ago. I think they just finished season seven or season eight. Then I watched it all the way through again when I first went back to nights at the beginning of this year. Watched the entire series in about a month on my days off. Dang. But it's also a series that's it's going to be its final season this year, so I've got to find something new. But I don't know why, but I, I really enjoyed that world and the writing. And um, I actually remember when I first... When I was first watching through it, I actually skipped an entire episode, and I had no idea until I went to replace the disc. I'm like, oh, I missed one. The story still made complete sense, and I was amazed at, you know, tribute to how well it's written and produced and acted that you can miss a whole episode and the story still made sense. That's cool. Hit us up if you have any other good recommendations. So I think it's you, but I'm going to ask this one because I think it's going to be interesting to see. I think it'll give you an insight to kind of a childhood but what tv channel doesn't exist but really should but i'd say which one did you used to watch all the time but it's no longer around or it's changed oh that's a hard 
don't know. Home Improvement's not on anymore. <laughs> I totally used to watch that. <laughs> or Cheers. I don't know. Is that ever on anymore? I'm like old school. No. But I think just how TV generally was. I mean, I remember growing up, you know, watching, you know, TGIF mm-hmm. whenever it come out and, you know, having the whole four or five different shows that you kind of watch, you know, once a week they would come around mm-hmm. and watching those. I remember watching Nickelodeon when there's actual like kids cartoons where now it's, you know, when our kids try to watch this, it's not as much on, you know, MTV doesn't show movies or music videos anymore and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Not that I was really ever into music videos, but now it's just, I mean, it's reality TV, reality TV, reality TV, no matter what channel you're watching, there's usually some show that's on there that it's all about reality TV, whether it be singing or dancing or whatever. Yeah. On the same note, what TV show or movie do you refuse to watch? Probably any of the court shows, Judge Judy or what's the other one? The Judge Mathis. Judge Mathis. All those shows, this drama that is easily solved, but people just want to whine drives me absolutely nuts. Yeah. So I can't stand to, I mean, I'd love to have her job once she gets paid a buttload of money, Yeah. but I'd also like to sit on the other end and actually tell these people, uh, get over yourself. Yeah. I'm not a sci-fi girl, so anything sci-fi I refuse to watch because I don't relate and I'm weird like that, so that's what I have to say. So here you go. How do you relax after a hard day of work? I don't know. I usually come home and decompress. I mean, well, it's not like my job's stressful, so just being able to sit down and hug my babies and, you know, sometimes I'll have a cold beer depending on the day or... Go for a walk or just depends. Yeah. You've been into taking baths and stuff a lot more. Mm-hmm. I know you're missing the hot tub that we used to have. Yeah. That's something that we definitely can, used often. You know, where we're at now, the utilities are different than where we were. And so it's very cost prohibitive for us to have a hot tub, have a hot tub here. But that's something Sad. that I think we would both enjoy, you know, give up a pinky toe or something if we could have that. <laughs> yeah. We got a beautiful deck for it. How do you relax after work, hard day's work? Well, most of the time, like, as soon as I get off work, I'm jumping into bed because it's four or five o'clock in the morning. So, it's, but you know, when I wake up, it's usually the first, you know, I would say that I'm more of a morning person and I don't usually have troubles waking up, but I still like to kind of relax for the first little bit once I get up. Get up. So that's kind of more of the start of my day. Mm-hmm. I like quiet. I mean, I prefer to be somewhere where there's less people and prefer somewhere where you can kind of relax and just sit and have conversations, that kind of stuff. So I think, you know, for me, unwinding is having that, you know, sitting drinking some coffee or sitting and watching some, you know, mindless shows. You know, some of my favorite times of year is, you know, football season because I can watch kind of football and zone out and just see what's going on and, you know, have people over and you know i can sit there with all my friends and we don't have to say a single word that has anything to do with that but football and to me that's relaxing to just kind of sit there and watch and mm-hmm. you know i like my teams i cheer for my teams but i don't get so invested in it that it's stressful like i see some people so i think for me that's a relaxing way to decompress for sure what is the most heartwarming thing you've ever seen i don't know we always joke that i only have like one or two feelings yes, a year true. so it's true you know to me it's you know, troops returning and that kind of stuff. And you see all those videos or the ones where you know, the people who kind of go out of their way to help others in more selfish ways. Right? 
selfless ways. selfless ways you know seeing the people who don't want anything returned but they go and they help somebody just because i think that's something that's lost on a lot of people's you know even just patience that i'll see people you know i'll stand in line at this grocery store and somebody in front of me is taking the time but you know as long as they're not intentionally being a pain in the butt that having that patience i think goes a long way you know goes a long way and so other people i think lose that so when i see somebody you know show patience that, that is also kind of compassion for, you know you can tell that the might be a person's first day or they're having a bad day or whatnot and then have a little bit of compassion for that person i think is something that's lost on a lot of people but when you do see it is probably because it's not as common anymore mm-hmm. heartwarming is something that yeah you know it's not too bad yeah i agree what about you what's your most heartwarming i agree with that people that don't want anything in return for helping one another i think that's good or the like random acts of kindness, I think is huge. You know, I know how, you know, I want to be that person to make someone have a better day and not get anything in return. Just, yeah, I, I just know how it makes us feel, you know, how it makes you feel. Yeah. I know we've had people buy our dinners and that kind of stuff for mm-hmm. us. People we've, you know, even just met. We we're, you know, at a local pretty popular restaurant here and people that were out of the close. area and we just yeah. gave them just a little bit of information, you know, if they were curious about the area and, you know, they ended up buying our meals for us and it's not a it's not an expensive place but it's not a cheap place you know it's somewhere you drop fifty dollars at mm-hmm. and so someone picking up that tab and you know it's just nice when people do nice things for each other exactly. so there's something that we talk about this at my job all the time if you were a dictator of a small island nation what crazy dictator stuff would you do but essentially we call it if you're a king for a day what would you change like what's something if you could just snap your fingers and it'd be different what would you want it to be negative people go away i don't know I think the world's become a negative place and it's sad and scary or wish drugs would go away or something, you know, like have some positivity. Yeah. For me, I think, you know, it's just probably getting a little too political or whatnot, but people just shouldn't get things because they want things. Mm-hmm. So especially in my job, you know, I work for the government and where someone can just come in and ask for every second of body cam footage or reports or anything that we've ever done ever just to have it but there's no mechanism in place to make it cost effective for you know my department to do that or to get it to people and they just want it because they want it they think that they're entitled to it which according to the laws that they are but i think i have to prove a reason why i need things in my job that i think they should have to have a reason or they should pay more to have those things because it takes a lot of time and money and you know people being focused on solely that instead of other things and so it makes i think the government run less efficiently for a lot of things because they're spending so much time nowadays mm-hmm. with people doing that kind of stuff you know same things like you know similar the the frivolous lawsuits and that kind of stuff that if you get rid of all those well i'm suing you just because i can because i know i can make a quick buck that yeah. kind of stuff that's you know wasting so much people's time and you know money just because you feel entitled to wanting something that if I could be king for a day, that'd be one of the things I would change for sure. Yeah, I agree. What's your dream car, dear? So I'd say, like, I'll give you two. Like, a realistic dream car, one I'd like to have is someday I'd like to be able to walk in somewhere and order a truck. Mm-hmm. You know, MSRP, for me, it'd be a three-quarter ton Chev diesel standard box would be the realistic one. You know, I could see someday I can maybe walk in and pick out all the fancy features that I want and have it be my truck. Mm-hmm. But... You know, if I could have any car in the world, you know, no cost associated with it, you know, I would actually probably still stay with 
you know, Chevy, but getting a, you know, totally top of the line Corvette or something like that. It's, I like the looks of them. I like, you know, they're not super expensive, comparative, you know, they're not a Lamborghini or Ferraris and that kind of stuff, but they're still considered exotic style cars and whatnot that I would definitely love to have something like that. You know, we don't have the greatest weather, so I wouldn't necessarily, you know, need the convertible or T-tops or that kind of stuff. But I think having a nice looking car that's got some power and can go on, you know, longer trips and still be comfortable, but not so much where it's not enjoying to drive. You know, I've heard that like Lamborghinis, they look cool, but I heard they're miserable to drive if you're not like on a racetrack or race car. When you try to drive on the street that they're hard to control and they're not very comfortable. And so I think a Corvette would be my car that's probably unattainable, but. I would love to have. Nice. I don't really know, so. I think you'd get another Mustang. Mm, I liked it, but I think, I don't know, I like the older cars, like the, you know, 66 Camaros and the, you know, like the old body styles. I mean, one of my favorite vehicles is my grandpa's 55 Chevy that my sister and her husband restored, so, you know, just depends on. Yeah, some of the. The car show world, you know, or... older cars, are you know definitely have a place. I like the older muscle cars where they're kind of more into the older hot rod styles. But I think that they're, you know, my dad had a 1970 Nova with a, you know, one of the smaller V8s in there, and you know, I love it. he would he would have kept that, but you know he got rid of it when he was young, and that's more a more muscle car than hot rod. But you know the truck that your sister and or your brother not really restored your sister. She did the interior. Yeah. But it was good. They've won lots of competitions with it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Best in show. The first show they ever went to. It's a 500 you know. plus car show. Pretty awesome. So we'll do a couple of the questions and then we'll do some kind of this or that. I don't know if you know specific city, but maybe we'll just say parts of a state. What city would you most like to live in? But you can make it a little bit broader if you don't know a specific city. Somewhere that has sunshine. <laughs> Anywhere that has sunshine. <laughs> I f- felt kind of wonderless since we left Arizona because, you know, it's close. It's attainable. You know, it was beautiful the entire time we were there. I like the idea of, you know, it being very nice. It's maybe a little hot right now, but. So somewhere like that. Somewhere with sun. Not these long winters that we've been. Yeah, we've had like a two year fall going on <laughs> our summer last year sucked summer so far this year it's not very good i mean it's raining today and it's almost july yeah, july's tomorrow and i think we've had three days that are in been in the 70s this whole entire year yeah. and even last summer wasn't much better yeah i definitely agree on the warm but i like dry warm you know east coast weather is not really for me california weather you know i don't necessarily want to live in southern california but no. somewhere you know, the mid part of Arizona, even though they have state income tax, that's something we've talked about, you know, when we one day get to retire, but um, never been to Texas, but I I think somewhere. Yeah, they have nice houses. You know, outside the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I Waco. Know you, Waco. Woo-woo. Go to Waco so you can see the silos. Chip and Joanna. Woo. Yeah, I think somewhere like that would be, you know, if we could retire tomorrow, this is likely where we would probably end up is somewhere similar to that. Agreed. Why did you decide to do the work you're doing now? Good question. I don't know. Healthcare is everywhere. I, I work in, <laughs> of course. Healthcare is everywhere. I don't know. Wherever you're going to go, there's going to be somewhere that, you know, you can probably 
work in a hospital or a doctor's office or something. And I think that's important, you know, instead of having such a specialized career path. So. Yeah, I think it's something that's always going to be Not around. Not going to go away. Yeah, you can't replace it with robots or any of those types of things. I mean, it's make might make your job easier, but mm-hmm. you're always going to have people that are there. So it's always going to be a job that is available. You don't have to worry about getting replaced by a machine. Yep. For mine, I mean, I don't think we really said yet on this podcast, but I'm a police officer in Washington State. So I've been doing this now for 10 years. I got into it when I was in my early 20s. And so I wanted to do it. Initially, I've always wanted to go federal. I have an uncle that works for the federal government. And, you know, he's not on the law enforcement side of it, but he works for, you know, one of the three-letter words um, organizations and something I've always was interested in. I mean, I was the crossing guard duty and playground duty and all that kind of stuff growing up. So I think I've always kind of had that desire to serve and help others. Because um, I initially wanted to go federal, so I looked into going to the military so that I could then come out and have a higher likelihood of getting in there. But military didn't work out. Ended up being a little too skinny. <laughs> but, you know, in the long run, kind of ended up where I thought I would be if I wasn't federal, which is, you know, being a police officer here in Washington. And something that as soon as I was able to start testing, I started testing it, you know, in my early 20s. Got hired pretty young been able to so far make a career out of it 10 down 20 more to go so i'm only a third of the way there but you got this so far it's been enjoyable so now we're gonna transition to doing some this or that questions we're gonna have jules ask the questions and i'll answer first and then she'll answer with her response okay first one is coffee or tea and i think we know the answer to this well the, for me it's another depend if i'd have to say definitely coffee most often but if i go out to a restaurant i usually get iced tea that's true I definitely say coffee. I'm a coffee drinker, for sure. I don't usually drink the tea. Sometimes. The next question, uh, savory or sweet? Savory. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, it just depends, because, you know, I like the crepes that are, like, more savory, but, and you like sweet? I like the sweeter crepes. I mean, I would say, dessert-wise, I prefer a sweeter, you know, fruit-based. You know, strawberries are a very common dessert for me, you know, but then I you know, enjoy coffee, ice cream. But if I was going to pick my meal that I have every day, it's mm-hmm. going to be steak, which, you know, steak and taters is going to be that. And that's a more savory dish as opposed to a sweeter dish. But definitely. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so city or beach? I think it depends on the beach. If it was, <laughs> you know, a beach with a hundred thousand people, no thanks. But if it's like in the Bahamas where there's only 10 or 20 of us on the beach, yeah, I'll take that every day. Mm-hmm. I agree. I can't do city. City traffic makes me want to pull my hair out. Yeah, if it's definitely like a big city, yeah, no thanks. I'm yeah. good. Books or movies? I'd say movies because I can veg out more, but I enjoy reading. And I think I read not a lot, but I read a few books a year and I enjoy, if I can find a good one, I'm having some struggles finding a good new book because it seems like every book you get now, you have to commit to reading seven or eight books. And I don't want to read, I'll read two, <laughs> but then I want to move on to another author or another topic or whatever. But Yeah, for sure. I agree. Movies, you veg out and mindless and but i like reading every now and then too night in or night out i would definitely say night in with my job i don't like going out to bars where there's lots of people but i'd rather you know i'd rather have a small group of friends at the house hanging out or go to their house and hang out as opposed to going out to the bars or going out to a big dinner i mean i remember we used to every weekend we'd go out with 20 friends to the 
a restaurant and try to eat and that kind of stuff. You know, when we were late teens, early 20s, that was kind of how every weekend we'd kind of all get together and we'd all go out somewhere. And it was fun back then, but now I'd rather have another couple over for dinner or, you know, a few couples and that kind of stuff as opposed to going out. I need to stay out late and partying, you know, hanging out with all the drunk people. Agreed. Not into the drinking scenes and, you know, every now and then, sure, but not usually. Dog or cat? Dog. All the way. I don't know why people have cats. <laughs> don't hate us. We're just not cat lovers. I wouldn't say we're good dog parents, though, either, but I would say that... Titus is loved. If we could have a dog that didn't run away, we would have a perfect dog. Yes, we would. Pizza or pasta, dear? Well, my parents own a pizza <laughs> and a pasta restaurant, and I grew up on it, so pizza and pasta is like top ramen to me for everybody else, but I would say that if I was to go there today, I'd more likely order a pizza than I would a pasta, but yeah. I'm more likely to make spaghetti at home than I am a pizza. So yeah. I'll say pizza. I like pizza. It's the best pizza ever. So every now and then pasta is good, but I'm a pizza girl. Carbs. Yum. Yeah. You used to always, well, you used to always come in when we first got together, your family would come into the restaurant when I was working there and you'd always order a country chicken. Oh, a sandwich. Yeah. But that's not the question, but I just remember that part. Yep. I like those. Hot or cold? Definitely hot. No. Cold. You can put more layers on. I don't know. Weather or... Yeah. Hot weather, though. Yeah, I definitely say, you know, if I could travel where it's always warm, I'd prefer that. We live somewhere where it's dreary and 50 is considered a decent day around here. Some so. Oh, I'd say 60. I think 70s dry, 80s and dry is my ideal temperature once it gets into the hundreds it's a little bit harder but if you're by a pool or somewhere we have ac it's not too bad but we just got back from central oregon which was Lovely. 90s and warm you, you know, wake up in the morning and we were sitting out on the deck over a golf course watching the golfers go by and <laughs> hassling them and you know to me that's wearing shorts and short sleeve shirt at night is ideal i wear sweatshirts nine months out of the year if not more Beanie six months out of the year. Probably more. <laughs> Shorts or pants? Uh, depends. Capris, maybe. Yeah, I can't wear capris. <laughs> I wear pants a lot. I mean, I wear shorts in the summer, but... Yeah, and I wear jeans almost every day. I wear a jumpsuit for work, so it's easy to say. not have to deal with that. But as soon as I get home, I'm usually you know put on some lighter basketball style shorts or something like that so if i'm relaxing but i don't mind you know lightweight jeans definitely not skinny jeans i don't know why <laughs> those that were ever in guys should not wear skinny jeans agreed especially if they then sag their skinny jeans it seems kind of like it's defeating the purpose nutella or peanut butter <laughs> creamy peanut butter chunky peanut butter needs to go Just ahead and ship itself away <laughs> purpose sometimes what purpose does crunchy peanut butter have i don't know sometimes you want some crunch then put some chips or something (laughs) in there but no i do not want my peanut butter to be crunchy missing out lake or ocean Mm, that's a hard one depends what are you doing are you vacationing you can be vacationing at either spot i know (sighs) i like the ocean i like the lake I can't go in deep I mean, water. It's more control, I get seasick, so yeah. I, if I, I could just sit and relax, be, I'd rather relax by a lake. 
I'm agreeing with you right now. Chicken or steak? Steak. How about you? Steak all the time. I have a hard time cooking chicken. It's always dry, in my opinion. Especially chicken breast. If it's the full-size breast, I can never make it so it's not dry. Even eat it when it's, if it's not dry. Chicken thighs? We usually do those okay. Some drummies? I'd love me some barbecue drummies, but... Mm-hmm. Definitely steak. Especially on the new our Green Mountain Pellet Grill. If you don't have a Green Mountain Pellet Grill, go out and buy one. Don't, don't bother with that Traeger nonsense. Get yourself a full-size man grill. Use some pellets. It's changed our world when it comes to grilling up steaks and even burgers. We did burgers the other night on it. Some hot dogs and delish. It's way better than propane. Way more convenient than charcoal. Add some flavor to it. Cheerios or Rice Krispie treats. So funny story. My grandpa every morning eats Cheerios and cornflakes every single morning mixed together. Together. Yep. It's his it's his thing and it's actually really good. But every single morning, my grandpa will put together a bowl of Cheerios and cornflakes. But if I had to choose, I'd actually probably say Frosted Flakes over cornflakes. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Way better. But, you know, Cheerios aren't bad. They just tend not to have a lot of flavor necessarily to them. You gotta add like, I'd rather sugar. have, like, the, uh, was it the multigrain that, that has the three different ones? At least it has a little bit more flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Chocolate or vanilla. I know this one for you. Yeah, definitely vanilla. I mean, my coffee drink, because I don't drink black coffee, but it's just vanilla latte. Mm -hmm. I can, I usually change things up a lot, except for when it comes to my coffee. It's usually hot vanilla or iced vanilla every now and then a a macchiato, but I don't change much of that. But chocolate, no, I'm usually. I'm a chocolate girl, so we're opposing in that. Yeah, you're a white chocolate Americano, half the flavor. Yep, splash cream. Or that. But then you also get your bar of dark Ghirardelli chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's why I usually get you for all your birthdays and anniversaries and when you're having a rough day. Yep. Sauna or steam? Steam. We just had a steam and it was lovely. I like steams. Saunas aren't bad though. If you just want to kind of go in somewhere where, you know, if it's definitely, if I was cold, I'd rather go into a sauna than a steam. But to relax, I think a steam is a little bit more relaxing than a sauna. As long as it's not too hot. I don't know how people get in 115, 120 degree steam in sauna rooms. Yeah, too hot. Ugh. My heart rate goes up enough just being in the sauna or the steam room hot at 108. Family trip to a beach or family trip to like a theme park, Disneyland or. I don't know. I love watching it being a kid again and watching the kids go through that. So I'd probably say theme park. Yeah, I think if you go to a bunch of different ones. It'd be good, you know, so you go to Disneyland one year, Universal Studios, Disney World, that kind of stuff the next time. You know, same with the, if you're going to go to a beach, I wouldn't want to go to the same one. You know, we have friends that go to Club Med every year. And sometimes they'll go to the same Club Med two or three years in a row that I don't think I can do. I think the only place that we've been going consistently has been, you know, Las Vegas. We can go there. Every year. Every year and still have fun. Especially because though. There's lots to do there. Yeah, and we do the non-traditional Vegas experience. We're not going there to gamble and do the nightlife. We're going there to relax by the pool and see some shows and Have stay some in sun. a, you know, a nice hotel for usually not too expensive. I mean, one of our, I'd say one of our favorite trips down there was when we went down there with a guy that I work with and your boo. My boo. And stayed at a fancy hotel and shared a room and it was 
you know, kind of living the high life for a couple of days, even though we didn't pay very much for it. But since we were splitting everything and, you know, went to an, uh, they call it an adult only pool, but I think it's just to kind of keep the kids out of there. And it was nice. We got a cabana. That's definitely the last couple of times we've done that is renting a cabana and splitting that you know, a couple of ways. So yeah, it might cost $300 for the day, but you split it a few ways and you're only paying 50 bucks and having a place with a bottle and some refreshments and all that kind of stuff is definitely the way to do it. Definitely. Favorite. Walk on a beach or walk on a trail? Trail. Beach walking is not my favorite. It hurts my ankles. Yeah. I usually get, my hips start to get sore, like right for the, kind of the joint. Starts mm-hmm. to get tired on a beach. End up rolling your ankle a bunch usually too. Mm-hmm. Definitely true. But, you know, something that we started getting into hiking a little bit more the last couple of years. It was hard when kids were little to pack them where they need to go. They didn't always want to walk the whole distance and that kind of stuff. But I think now of opportunity to hike around here that we take advantage of take advantage but to me i still need to be able to see stuff like i don't like hiking in like a rainforest where you're under a canopy the entire time but some of the trails where it's a little bit more open you can you know you don't feel so encapsulated by nature but you're still a part of nature i think that's my ideal it has to have a view mm-hmm. wherever you're hiking to it's got to, it has to have something when you get there not just turn around and come back yeah i agree and we went to one that hiked for four miserable hours to the top and then ended up being fogged in so you couldn't see anything so we had to hike four miserable hours back out yes rough ice cream cake or pie i'd go with ice cream rocky road or the swirly one which one is it what's that what i like uh baskin robbins the gold medal ribbon yeah that one is my delicious blackberry pie that's your fave. But I think you'd give coffee ice cream around for its money. Yeah, I mean, I eat more coffee ice cream because it's easier to get. I can go to the store and buy that. I can't go to the store and buy blackberry pie year-round. And usually, that you know, they have all those imitation ones, you know, Marionberry, Loganberry, you know, multi-berry. Like, was it three-berry pies and that kind of stuff? No. Blackberry. Give me the original. Don't try to trick me into... <laughs> eating something else i'll eat those other ones if it's all that's there but there's a restaurant that has like blackberry cobbler we'll go there and you'll get your cookie and ice cream pizookie and i'll get a blackberry cobbler makes for a good night mm-hmm. dessert yum drive or fly mm, good question uh, it depends i don't know i felt like the oregon road trip we just went on what felt forever in the car but I don't love flying either, so I don't know. I'd probably say fly. Once I'm in the air, I'm fine. But landing, off, landing, and you know, taking off her. Yeah, I prefer to fly. Like I said I didn't get motion sick, so I'm always the driver, which is fine. I don't mind driving, but I'd rather spend two or three hours in a plane as opposed to six or eight hours in a car. And I like I can actually look out the window in a plane, and it doesn't bother me. And I think it's a cool perspective seeing the world look small kind of miniature like so I would, I would pick you know if all costs were the same i would fly everywhere we'd go but i also don't mind flying in little planes where i think the world has to be on fire for you to get in a little plane yep definitely that not gonna happen i don't think i've ever been on a little plane i already know the answer to this but i think you know it's one of those divisive ones apple or android <laughs> apple all the way yeah, we're Apple fanboys and girls. We have iPhones, iWatches, 
we've had the laptop, the iMac, MacBooks, the big computer. You know, we had one of the original iterations of the um, iPads. Mm-hmm. Apple is in every way in my mind superior to Android. I have an Android for my work phone and I hate it. Mm-hmm. It is not as user friendly, in my opinion. It's funny though, because lots of people disagree with us. Yeah. But I think some of them just don't like it in just for like spite. Like, I don't like it because it's, it's, you know, the hipster phone or it's the, you know, the, you know, it's the Chevy versus Ford argument for a lot of it, but, you know, they just don't like it because they don't like it. Where I can actually say I use both phones every single day and the user experience and reliability of an iPhone is way more. I agree with you. Any last things you want to say to our lovely listeners? No, but thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening today. You can find us on Instagram. is the best way to get a hold of us on social media at discussions at our table. And uh, it also has a link to our email if you ever want to send us any questions or if you have any podcast ideas. You know, definitely get a hold of us through there. Or if you want to be on the show. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved. You're not representing any organization, current or former employer, agency, community, group, government, entity, or individual press during the recording. The host of discussions around the table and their guests are not subject matter experts on the topics that are discussed and strictly expressed by the host or the guests. Any information on the podcast is done so good faith, if not malicious intent, or intentional misrepresentation. While the host and their guests have taken every precaution to ensure the content is both current and accurate, errors can occur. We make no representations as to the accuracy, completeness, correctness, suitability, or validity of any information on this podcast. We should not be liable for any errors, omissions, or delays in this information, or any losses, injuries, or damages arising from this use. It is the listener's responsibility to verify the facts before making their opinions. The listener should consult with a licensed professional who may have their particular factual situation or advice before making any legal, financial, business, or personal decisions based on the information from this podcast. Any action taken based on the information of this podcast is strictly your own.